Last week on Thomas and the Bible, it looks like whoever compiled the Bible figured nobody would read this far and padded the last bit with crappy letters. 1 John 5, believe in Jeebus. 2 John, a quick note to an old lady that Jeebus was really fleshy. 3 John, dear Gaius, Diotrephes sucks, but Demetrius is awesome, just like Jeebus. That's it for John. Hey, Jude. Na, 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 na. Fornicate lots, remember Enoch. Enoch, of course not. That book didn't make it into the Bible. Well, that's it for reading someone else's letters. Strap yourselves in, though, because we're heading into the craziness that is Revelation. Will Jeebus actually come back? Let's find out this week in Thomas and the Bible. Hello, and welcome to Thomas and the Bible. Gosh, four more episodes, and they are very revelatory. Revelatory. I like how uh, Australians and British people get to just pronounce those words in a way that seems impossible to me as an American, like revelatory. And then I'll say like, no, it's, re-, or they'll be like revelatory. And I'll be like, no, it's revelatory. I'm like, no, 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 it's revelatory. I don't know. It's just cool. It's weird how we just decided. We like split like, kilometer or something like that. But anyway, revelation. And yeah, so about Revelation, it's uh, it's apparently really insane. Like it's uh, actually, I saw a little fun factoid. Uh, you know how Thomas Jefferson had that Bible he made, like he made his own Bible, uh, and he kind of included, picked and chose, you know, what he wanted. He just left this out. He's like, nah, <laughs> Revelation is crap. And, uh, you know, people throughout the time have thought, like, it's just insane, like, drug-induced something or other. But we'll we'll see what to make of it. So, in terms of authorship, this was written by, ooh, someone named John. So that narrows it down. Uh, I think just ignorant Christian belief would be, oh, it's just John the Apostle or whatever, because I think... I think you just tend to, anyone named John wrote anything named John in the Bible. <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's that. It it seems to have been written more like uh, A.D. 60 to 80, I think. 70 A.D. Is a, is a guess I'm seeing. You never know. Never know when these things were written. History is difficult. And therefore, I don't think it could have been John, uh, not John the Baptist, John the Apostle, because he probably wouldn't have lived that long. Um, but anyway, so it's unclear who it is, just like ev- oh, nearly every single book, completely unsatisfying. It's like, well, it could have been this guy, could have been that guy, which, I mean, it makes sense that you just find this document from a zillion years ago, and you're like, well, who wrote it? <laughs> what specific guy a zillion years ago wrote this? Pretty uh, pretty tough to know, I suppose. Oh, and uh, John is in exile because this is a time in Roman history where it's not, you can't be Christian, they're still persecuted. So I think that ends up uh, being important to why he's writing this. All right, let's get into it. Revelation 1, guys, you ready to learn? Uh, Ready to learn about the end of the world? (laughs) Like there's anything you're going to learn other than what Revelations kind of says. I almost said Revelations again. I always thought it was, my whole life, I thought it was Revelations, but no, it's Revelation. All right, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to shew unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John. So that's kind of the heading, you know, usually it's a, you know, it kind of, it's like, I guess this isn't a letter, right? This is just a, so it's not an epistle, but he's still writing a heading like, oh, so here's what this is. Dear diary, this was a revelation. (laughs) 
who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all the things that he saw. I really, I really, I'm, I'm getting pumped about Revelation. Is it just me? Guys, four more episodes and they're all Revelation. So I get to be pumped about the end of the world. So I'm excited. I'm excited about this. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand guys just a, it's just a, just about at hand it's so close can you feel it a mere 2000 years from now at least <laughs> the time is always at hand now that hand is 2000 years away is the thing it's a long hand it's a at hand but it's a long arm is the thing the arm is 200 years long and then the hand is at the end of the arm John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace for him which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits that are before his throne. Ooh, guys, seven, the number seven. There's always numbers that are, are you scared now? There's seven. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and is the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. That's, this is pretty exciting so far. And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Okay, the usual. So this is the usual dittos of like, yeah, God, uh, Jesus, uh, first time, <laughs> long time, first time. Long time uh, believer, first time uh, book of the Bible writer here. Yeah, that's John. Hi. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him, even so. Amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who am also am your brother and companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. So that's where he's exiled, Patmos. I was in the spirit. What about these places where people are exiled to, you know? Do you think they ever feel insulted? Like the only reason anyone knows this is because someone like they wanted to be somewhere else, but they're stuck here. <laughs> it's always exile too. It's not like, well, I'm just on vacation. I just yeah, I wanted to go to Patmos. Hey, Patmos, charming little town, charming little town. <laughs> I just want to go buy some things, you know, it's a little overpriced, it's a little touristy, but you know, Patmos, I, I just, you know, I want to go, no, it's like, well, I I would go anywhere else but Patmos, but I'll be killed, that's what it is, that's what, I feel bad for these places that are like, that. there's a few places where you live in exile, you know, it feels like, I was in the spirit of, the, on the Lord's day, and heard behind me a great voice, as of a trumpet, <laughs> Was it Satchmo? Was it uh, was it Louis uh, Louis Armstrong? I had clouds of blue. No, yes. Skies are blue, clouds are white. I don't know. There's only one voice that sounds like a trumpet, and it's Louis Armstrong. So I believe that Louis Armstrong came back to say, and how do you talk like that? Like, I am Alpha and Omega. <laughs> that would be really, that would be distracting if a voice sounded like a trumpet. And, uh, and talk like that. The first and the last, and what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia. Also, write these instructions that I'm telling you to write this in a book. <laughs> write everything I'm telling you now, and also put it in that book, so that people know that you did what I said in the book. Unto Ephesus, and unto, you didn't have to write that part, like you could have just written the book. Anyway. 
and Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia. Oh, okay, that's an easy one. I know that sounds familiar. I know that word. And Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and it was Louis Armstrong. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. Ah, yes, Louis always had seven. No, I guess not. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, guys, seven, seven, because if he saw six candlesticks, that's simply a collection of candlesticks. (laughs) That's simply, oh, someone left their candlesticks here and there's nothing notable about it. Eight candlesticks, same thing. That just means maybe like two separate people left two separate collections of candlesticks, but seven candlesticks, that's a prophecy right there. That's. That is the word of our Lord. Undo the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and hairs were white like wool and white as snow, and his eyes were as the flame of fire, and his feet like on a fine brass. That would be uncomfortable. Brass feet, just like clang, 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 as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven start. Oh my God. Mind blown. Guys, he didn't have six stars because then again, six stars, that's just some stars. That's, <laughs> that's just who left these stars lying around. There's just six stars. What, what are we going to do with them? Eight stars, same story. Seven stars though, that's a prophecy. That's, that, that is a prophecy. And out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword it was a real double-edged sword. <laughs> and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I felt his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. Uh, and and I, did it sound like this? I am he that liveth and was dead. Or was it just, was this a clarinet voice? Or was this a, tr- I am a live, uh, <laughs> I am a live. I am alive forevermore. Amen and have the keys of hell and death. Write the things which thou hast seen, and also write the instruction that I give you, telling you to write the things you have seen. That's always implied. They always say that. That's always implied in it. And the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. The mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hand. I know, seven, right? And the seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. Oh my God. That's the end of Revelation 1. I know I just blew your mind that there could be different collections of seven things. I know, I'm recovering too, but we'll have to go on to Revelation 2. All right, so now that we've established that there can exist various groups, groupings of seven things, which just, you you know, there's something paranormal going on there. Like you would not expect that. Now he has to write, he's writing like a word of advice to each of the seven churches and we have to listen to it for some reason. (laughs) I don't, unless one was addressed to me, I don't care. Like I don't, I'm not at the church of Ephesus or the church of uh, Smyrna or whatever. The church of Smyrna, maybe. Under the angel of the church of Ephesus, write. And again, write that I told you to write. (laughs) It's always implied. It's always implied. These things saith he that, because like, seriously, if someone says, okay, let's say someone appears to you and says, hey, write this down. 
Are you going to, like, aren't you, then Then you're waiting for what to write, right? Someone says, write this down, uh, go to the store tomorrow. Do you write, write this down, go to the store tomorrow? <laughs> like, you don't write the write this down part. That doesn't make any sense. These things, saith he, that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience, and how they, thou canst not bear them which are evil, and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles, and are not, and hast found them liars, and hast borne, and hast patience, and for my name's sake hast labored, and hast not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. My, my high school girlfriend, or should I go back to her? No, no, no. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come up unto thee quickly, and I will remove thy candlestick out of this place, except thou repent. But this thou hast, that thou hast hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Okay, good. I love how God would hate something. God, <laughs> Jesus or whoever this is, he just wants to get this off his chest. He's like, look, uh, uh, Ephesians. Yeah. I just want to tell you, you know, who I hate Ugh, the Nicolate Nicolatanes. Am I right? They're stupid name, barely pronounceable. I can't even do it. And I'm God, <laughs> which I also hate. I love it. I love it. I love that God could hate something. It's so amazing. He's a perfect being. He's Jesus or whatever. He's a perfect being. He's the God of love. He's the whatever. And he's like, God, I just hate those Nicolaitans. <laughs> I can't. Even me, even I, they're so detestable. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit saith unto, unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. And unto the angel of the, oh, so this is the next church here. Unto the angel of the church of Smyrna write, these things saith the first and last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them, which say they are Jews and are not, but art or are the synagogue of Satan. <laughs> Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be heard of the second death. And to the angel of the church of Pergamos. Okay, so we're on, I think this is the third one now. These things saith he, which hath the sharp sword with two edges. Well, I think a lot of people could have that. It's not like, that's not like a heavenly thing. Whoa, a sword. <laughs> it's, it's really sharp though, you see. That's a heavenly sword. Oh, okay. I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, and thou holdest fast my name and hast not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth, but I have a few things against thee, because thou hast there them hold. What? What? Hold on. Thou hast that. Ah, this is so hard. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We can do it. Here we go. Because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam. There we go. I got it. Good job, me. Who taught Balak? 
to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed unto idols and to commit fornication. So hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Repent, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. <laughs> I would not want a sword in my mouth. That would be not where I would choose to keep my sword, personally. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. And unto the angel of the church in Theotira write, These things saith the Son of God, whose, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. Again, I would want something lightweight. Like, I, I wouldn't want brass feet. Brass balls, sure. <laughs> Talk about this guy's, this demon or whatever, this Jesus or whoever it is, with this angel or something. Talk about his brass balls all day. This this angel had brass freaking balls. <laughs> that would be awesome if it said that. He would just, he'll look at you and he'll tell you everything he thinks about you. He's got brass balls. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's not worried about getting fired. He'll tell off his own boss. Brass balls. Eh, where's the brass feet? Yeah. I know thy works and charity and service and faith and thy patience and thy works and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee. Because He's always nitpicking this guy, this John. He's like, uh, he's just, this is just an excuse for some dude named John to just tell a bunch of people he doesn't like why he doesn't like them. And he's like, yeah, you're pretty cool, but uh, you know, I got a bone to pick with you. I'll be honest. Uh, I don't, you're overweight. You need to exercise. You need, <laughs> like, that's what this sounds like, doesn't it? Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, ooh, which called herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works, but unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden, but that which ye have already hold fast till I come. And he that overcometh, and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and brass balls, <laughs> I wish I would have said that, as the vessels of a potter, they shall be broken to shivers, even as I received my father. Second place. Anyone want to know what second place is? Set a steak knife. Third place is you're fired. <laughs> so third, first place was you rule over nations. Second place, set a steak knife. Third place is you're fired. And I will give him in, I will give him the morning star. And that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. All right. So I think we covered four churches, if I, want, if I remember right. So we're on uh, Revelation 3.
Okay, and unto the angel of the... That would be funny if that's how the uh, book started, like Revelation 3. It was like, okay, dot, dot, dot. Uh, where was I? Uh, and unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hast a name that thou livest and art dead. Be watchful, and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Ooh, he's a, they're on his shit list. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If, therefore, thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know in what hour I come upon thee. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And everybody loves white raiment. <laughs> and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what... Was that important to clarify back then? Was it were a lot of people missing ears? Hey, uh, everybody with ears, can you, yeah, yeah look, uh, okay, it's about, uh, about 10 of you, about 10 of you with ears. And furthermore, like, what is saying he that hath an ear do? Like, because just, just talk, the people who have ears will hear you, the other people don't have ears. So that's unnecessary. Let them hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Yeah, see, if they don't have ears, they're not going to hear it anyway. So it's over, it's over, it's over. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, these things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works, behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews, and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I will also keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take the crown." Him that overcometh, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear, yeah, yeah, redundant, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. <laughs> I that was a good way of putting it. It's like, so I know how you're uh, such and such. You're, you're, not really, uh, you're not really such and such. Yeah, I kind of wish you were such and such. I'll be honest with you. It's cold cold or hot. I don't get what that means. but So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with gods and have need of nothing and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy me 
to buy of my, sorry, okay, here we go. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, because everybody loves white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame, and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches." All right, Revelation 4, now that we're done addressing the seven, <gasps> seven churches. After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as if it were a trumpet talking with me. <laughs> I can't which said. Oh, I see skies are blue. Uh, come up hither, and I will shoot things that must be hereafter. Must be, that's the only... Trumpet sound. Is that a trump? Is that a different instrument? That's like a trombone. I don't know. And immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was that. And there was a rainbow round about the throne, in sight like unto an emerald. And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting clothed in white raiment, and they had on their head crowns of gold. See, this is this is what morons think heaven would be. It's a bunch of dudes sitting on thrones. That's the boringest thing I could ever imagine. The idea that that would be like the pinnacle of existence, that it would be, ah... Oh, if, I, if a god existed, he would have a bunch of guys that have thrones and crowns and sit. And then they're all like, see, because they, they rule everything. Because they're like in charge of everything. See, because they're on high. That is, no, who would want that job? You couldn't force me to take that job. You could not pay me enough to, t I would rather do remedial work of some kind. Like anything, something with my hands, but just sitting just staring, like just, uh, cool, I'm an elder. You know what I do? I eld. That's what I do. I'm just elding. That's, yeah. Uh, okay, where was I? And out of the throne proceeded lighting, lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps, guys. It's that number again. Oh my God, this is real. It's real. There were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne which are the seven spirits of God. And before, were they the seven seas of Rye? And before the throne, there was a sea of glass, like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne, there were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion. And the second beast was like a calf. And the third beast had a face as a man. And the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him. And they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and so to come. Oh my God, that sounds boring. They do that all day, they do. They just, day and night, just saying that. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Holy, 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 
Lord God, how long till that gets old? I'm the, the one for me, but imagine you're even, even this guy, even John, I want him to sit there and just have someone go, holy, 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 Lord God almighty, which was and is and is to come. Holy, 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 Lord God almighty. Just, I want to see how long until he just kills the guy. He just strangles whoever it is. This, this is idiotic. This is what these people thought was heaven. That's what they're, they didn't, they were not in communication with God. They were not. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. All right, that was a short one. We're done with Revelation 4. All right, and then just a quick Revelation 5, and then we're 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 done now, I guess. That was, uh, oh, that's a little bit of a longer episode, actually, uh, but it went by so quickly because of the company I keep, which is you. That's right. Revelation 5, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within, and on the backside sealed with seven seals. Ooh, seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and loose the seals thereof? Well, what could possibly be in this book that's that interesting? I mean, you could just say what it is. Is there going to be something in there that's like somehow more amazing than just whatever you could just say? Oh, it just says, uh, I don't know, God is great or something. And no man in heaven nor earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and read the book. See, it was like a jar that was just, the lid was really untied. He said, can you open this? Can you open And everybody did different tricks, like you bang it on the counter. Oh, yeah, I got this. I got, everyone has their own trick. Oh, let me get a towel. Okay, mm, yeah, there we go. But no one could open it. It was, uh, it was an unopenable jar of beans. No, that's not right. Jar of salsa. How about that? And is that, does that make sense? What comes in jars? Jelly. And no man, I read that. And I, I read that. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne of the four beasts and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth to all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld and heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beasts and the elders and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand and thousands of thousands. <laughs> this guy wasn't great with numbers, but he wanted a really big one. Uh, it was a, a ten thousand, eleven, twelve thousands and thousand, 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 thousand. 
saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing and every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever. So that's the life of an elder is you just sit there until someone better comes along. Oh, great. Okay, we all got to worship him, guys. Sorry, our reign is over. We no longer get to sit here with crowns and look really, really, really cool and just sit, though. We just sit. They don't, because it doesn't mention, like, they don't get laid, do they? Like, because I would, I mean, then maybe you're talking. Then, (laughs) then maybe we've got something. But if it's just, no, you just sit. Just, uh, you know, mind your own business. Uh, that's, uh, that's not interesting. That's not terribly interesting. Okay, we're done for today. Wow. First, uh, quarter of Revelation. And it was fun. That was, uh, that was a good one. So, I would like, I need to thank, gosh. So, I need to thank new patrons. And, uh, I I have a few. Tyler Holsenbach, Holsenbach or whatever, who I think has pledged to another one of my shows because I recognize that name. Thanks, Tyler. I want to thank Travis Glenn. And then to completely uh, just reduce to ashes everyone else's pledges, Ken Doyle pledged $200 a show. And uh, he tells me he's just doing it to catch up, I think, for the last four shows. So he's just going to do that for the four shows, which is beyond generous. I cannot believe it. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I have uh, – obviously, I'm sure I have lifetime pledgers that, that you know, have, have pledged a lot. But 200 times four shows is, is puts you up there, and uh, that's all in one go. So if anyone else wants to do <laughs> if anyone's got an extra 200 lying around and is like, I need to get it in to the, to the last four shows of T and the B, I'd by all means, patreon.com slash T and the B. But Ken, Ken Doyle, thank you so much for your very, very kind pledge. I thought it was just spam or something or some weird thing. And, uh, but he sent me a message and he's like, nope, just going to do it for the last four shows. And, uh, wow, I can't thank you enough. That's incredibly generous. And I need to thank my top pledgers who are just Ken Doyle. Uh, and that's it. No, John Bodley, Chris Lukowski, Marcel, James Brown, Josh Hogan, Nicole Shepard, Philip Gatt, George Green, Sarah McPike, Japan, Dan, Charles Bang, Winter Time Chambers, Brian Garefort, Lee Primesberger, Travis Peterson. You are the people who make the show happen. As well as, of course, Ken Doyle, John P., Eriberto, uh, thank you guys so much. You are the best. Thank you for making the show happen. Three more episodes, guys. This started in 2010. It's going finally going to end. This is my adult life, like more than half of my 20s, guys, right? Yeah, I was probably 24, 3, and now I'm 30. Can you believe it? So, you know what? I earned that $200 pledge. <laughs> but ha- more than half of my, like, healthy 20-year life, or that didn't make sense. More than half of my 20s, which were, you know, I ruined by reading this book. No, I'm just kidding. All right, I'm out of here. See you guys next week. Can't believe how close we're getting to the end. Very excited. See you later. See you later.